it's time for It Really Has Been. Now here's Darren and Dave. Alright, welcome to Season 2. It's episode season? 1. Yeah, Season 2. Oh, we made uh, it through that's right. Oh, Hillbilly Hasbins. I'm your host, Darren Smith, and this is the other host, David Dunkley. Hello, everybody. Good to be back. Yeah. How was the uh, how was the winter time for you so far, Darren? You doing all right, man? Well, you know what? It just snowed here. I, I mean, I uh, I was outside, and it was fine, you know. Uh, no snow, no dry as a bone. I walk yeah. inside for two hours to watch a TV show and come back out, and there's snow on the ground. I'm like, where the hell did this come from? How did Lonnie do in the snow? What's he think of that? Oh man, I'm telling you, he's a ski do. Has he um has he been okay since he came back home after his Christmas uh well, No, you know, I think, man, I gotta be honest with you. I think you know, he's been he was seeing that granny the nanny, you know, across the yeah. road, you know. I think yeah. she's not I think she's knocked up. <laughs> so now he's got to get a job, in, you know. He, he does, he's got a, he? he's got a a little nanny or a little I don't know what they call a baby goat, but uh, anybody nanny, knows uh, where a goat named Lonnie can get a job, give us a ring. We'll try yeah, to bring him to work. Yeah, he's got a he's got, you know, baby, he's got babies to you got a kid to feed. It's a kid. That's what it is, I think. A kid, yeah. You know, uh, I don't know. Either that or he's going to have to pay some kid child support, you know. So he, yeah, needs, well, he needs to get a good shot. I know. I know. Hey, it's your own fault. You should have wrapped that rascal. Yeah, well, go on. Go, go, go lay down. Goats suck, man. Anyway. Oh, man. So yeah, but uh, other than that, the winter's been good to everybody. I, it, it snowed down here a little bit too. So did the kids really? did about four hours of uh, snowball battles and body slams, and you know, <laughs> southern boys in, in two inches of snow. It's a nightmare, man. I know, you know they kids. Had a great. They thought they was at uh, Winter Place in West Virginia or something. I you know, know kids just love snow, man. Kids, I guess I mm -hmm. loved it too when I was a kid. You know. But now so that I'm older, I hate it. You know, it's like my, my <laughs> ten year old wants me to go out and make snowball. I'm like, no, it's too cold for this old man. It's too cold, and I just picture myself, you know, both feet up in the air and on my ass. You know, like, yeah. whoa, how'd I get down here so fast? It, it, I know, and if I do go out, it's like I got twelve layers of clothes on, and I'm still cold. <laughs> That's when you're I getting know, my old. My kids are kidding me. My kids are kidding me about my two two pair of Christmas socks. They're like, "How do you how do you stand shoes over top of like, man? My feet are cold, bro. I got uh, I got a cut this. I know, man. When I was young, man, growing up in Kansas, we you know, it'd have two foot of snow, you know, and I'd be outside mm -hmm. in a t shirt, you know, so yep. it didn't bother me. It's just weird. Hey, man, you know what? <laughs> What's up? What did one butt cheek say to the other? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure I want to know. <laughs> if we stick together, we can stop this crap. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> since, since December to find that one. I've been holding on to that one, man. I've been holding on to that one tight. There you tight. go. Tight. Man, we got a new president, too. Yeah, I saw that, man. Yeah, Joe Biden. Well, Joe, let's get something done here. 
Well, he's doing. He's, I don't know what he's doing, but he's. <laughs> I'm not he's sure doing. he's doing either, but you know he's doing it. Now, so does that mean now that you know all the crap that was done over Trump? You know the jokes and all that. That now we can go ahead and, because we got a new president and he, you know he, he's pretty much in. We can start making jokes about Joe Biden now, and it's cool. Uh, I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's ever going to be cool again. Nobody can make fun of anybody. I think that's the problem, man. If if um, it wasn't for the internet, we nobody'd say what they're saying. You know, you're not going to oh, say. Gonna get in a circle and say the things that you're uh, brazenly saying on the internet. It's not going. Yeah. Happen. So if we make a joke about Biden, it means we'll lose like half of our <laughs> listening audience. I mean, come we'll on. Just let, we'll just let those politicians. Be the butt of their own joke. I know it used well, to be funny back in Johnny Carson days. I know it's a joke, <laughs> man. It's a joke. I mean, come on, you all joked about Trump till you know it was well, his nauseum, jokes wrote, You know, they, they wrote themselves, and I mean, all of them do. I mean, yeah. even Nixon, they always, you know, you just take one of their characteristics and get on there and write it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you know, I saw, and like you said, an old Johnny Carson, and I think. Um, Richard Pryor or somebody was on there and it was back during Jimmy Carter days and they were making fun of Jimmy Carter. So, and then you see, you see the next episode and it's in the eighties and is another comedian making fun of Ronald Reagan, you know? And so it just, right. you know, it's just the way it is. You got to have I material. It seemed like when you got to be president, you just put the, uh, you know, you just put the target on your chest and you got out there and took it, you know? I know. I know what, what happened. Late night tore you up, and then they got off your back when you left. You know, the only, the only thing I can say about Joe Biden is that he's not a, a, a eloquent speaker. You know, uh, he 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 stumbles a lot, and yeah. I, I don't I don't know. I, I still haven't realized about the lunchbox. They call lunchbox him Joe. Yeah, Lunchbox Joe. I haven't figured that out. He's heard a lot of nicknames, man. You know? Oh, Anvil Joe, you know, Sleepy, Sleepy Joe. Joe. Yeah. You so, a, well, you, you've been out there kicking it for almost 50 years. You better get a lot of handles. Oh, he, <laughs> man, he's got a lot of nicknames, man. You know? mm -hmm. I only got meaty, and all that time I spent out there. I, only I got know, one. just one. I don't even think I got one. Well, oh, I can got, tell you. I got. A, I did get a couple. I was kind of like Joe Biden. Slipped. I was like shifty, uh, shifty and shady. Yeah, I was like uh, me. Yeah, white, white chocolate. I was taters, taters and meat and taters. Uh, I was uh, Billy Mason's lightning yeah. of his thunder. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I got a few. Man, I feel like Joe Biden now. That's funny, man. Man, um, we got a. I don't know if we did this on the last end of the season of one, but man, we got a new debacle. <laughs> yeah, I think we had hinted about the debacle. Well, let's get into it, man. Let's just go well, and get this, this is, out. Darren needs a kidney debacle, <laughs> and uh, and it was, but this is this debacle is like for real. I mean, it's a serious uh, debacle. Well, you know, we're serious as we can be, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, I need a uh, kidney transplant. And uh, so for those of you who uh, want to donate, you have two. I only need one. <laughs> you can maybe, live. maybe a few of you can get together and like three or four and pitch in on one. Can, can it yeah. work like that? Well, I wish it could. But 
we, we, uh, you know, I went, I guess, you know, for 30 years now, I've had diabetes and I've also got, you know, heart failure. Um, my diabetes has kind of been controlled, but I think over the years, you know, it, it causes your other organs to Let's work hard. Yeah. To fail. And so over the years, it caused my kidneys to go bad. And that's what went, my kidneys go bad. And uh, so I, uh, I finally uh, got an appointment with the uh, kidney transplant people at St. Thomas West as hospital in Nashville. And uh, they're supposed to be like the best, you know. So um, right. I went there yesterday and uh, had my first transplant appointment. Uh, which is Excellent. one of one of many, I think, you know, you have to do. But what they do there is uh, it's mostly the first episodes about uh, information. You know, they get your information right. and you, they give you information about what's going to happen and and all that. And and uh, the uh, I, I learned on there that the uh, average wait time for a kidney, if you don't have a live donor, which a live donor is somebody donating it is two to right. four, two to four years. And now what's lucky about me is they go from the time that you started dialysis, which is a year ago for me. So I already have a year in of the list, you know, but, right. uh, two to four years. Um, and, uh, so that's why I'm putting up this kidney debacle because I'm not waiting <laughs> four years for it. Well, I'll go it out there. You know, and I go harvest somebody's dead butt before. <laughs> so, I mean, um, the extent that you're that you're doing, you know, you're doing dialysis every day, you know, all night long. I mean, you're, it's not somebody who's driving by once a week, or you're really. Oh I've no! It, you do the, the fact that you have to wait two to four years, what you just said, and being your friend uh, all this time and watching, you know, this has been going on forever. For oh you. yeah, oh, it's yeah. actually today or yesterday when you told me about going to the doctor. That seems to be the beginning of that, you know, transplant hope part of it for you, you know. Because till then, I've just watched you just deal with this and deal with this and deal with it. You know, well, you know, it's took me, it's took me a year. Exhausting, I'm it's sure. Took, yeah, it's took me a year to get to this point to even get up right. there and get yeah. this first meeting to get to get on the list. That's um, what I mean. And coming. and you know what's funny about it is when I got there they they play a, a film a, a video for you and it mm -hmm. tells about you know your paperwork and and what's going to happen during the transplant and what's going to happen afterwards and the right. the rejection drugs and what's their side effects and what's a, and all that but when you get in the uh, they take you back you know to start your because you have to visit with a, a social worker. A uh, uh, the nurse coordinator, the financial person, and the uh, the the nephrologist, which is the kidney doctor, and right. then the sur the surgeon, the, the one that does the surgery. And so, but the first person they send in there is the financial person. Oh, of course, <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> so, they got to so, make sure this can happen. Yes, yeah. So they're they're checking the insurance and they're making sure you got the money to you know, to do this, you know, because if you don't, if you, if you're somebody that doesn't have insurance or anything, walks in there and says, I want a kidney transplant. That's one of the reasons they can turn you away is because you can't afford it. I didn't know that, but that's, I didn't either. I guess we all probably assume that you, uh, 
you get a kidney transplant if you need one. But yeah, no, no. Really so they checked no. my insurance and they said everything was good. And they said also, if if uh, anybody wants to donate donate a kidney, that you don't have to pay a dime. Uh, everything's paid for through your insurance. The only thing you have to pay for is with your pain. Oh, having a We got some Advil, Advil and Tylenol. Oh know. man, you know what? I'll go Lord Tab for you if you, you know. Do it. <laughs> tell but, Laura I love her. Yeah, tell Laura Tab I love her. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so any you know, so I went there and I met with all the people, and now I have to go back and meet with a social worker, and I have to meet with a uh, because you have to have a uh, uh, a support person. Because um, they have to, they have to be responsible for getting you there to the appointments, and and because what happens is, is after you have the surgery and they you're in the hospital for three or four days, then they send you home. You have to have somebody there for the next three weeks, to uh, two to three weeks, uh, just to make sure that if anything goes wrong, they can get you to the. And plus, right. after the after you do it, you have to come one twice a, a week to the hospital for for, two, for, for checkups. Two, yeah, and that happens for the next month. So you right. have to have that support person. So and yesterday, and so the next time we meet with a social worker, and then they do labs um, to check all the stuff, and then they do a, 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 a CT scan. Uh, my stomach and something else, but they called me yesterday and said, "Hey, you're gonna have to have a colonoscopy," which I was excited about. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, well, you um, know. I've always said it's all in the attitude. You know, <laughs> well, you know, you know. Here, here's something funny. Uh, uh, last, not the last colonoscopy I had, but the uh, I had one, and I was in there, uh, and guess who was sitting beside me? Billy Mason. <laughs> Billy Mason. Billy Mason. We had we had he was twin, an advocate for it. I think Billy was going like once a week at one. We one had point. twin colonoscopies together. <laughs> we went we went in and you know what's That's funny is true thunder and lightning uh, stuff right uh, there. Oh, he told me uh, he told the nurse that who we worked for. And this is when we worked for Tim Dillon. And so I'm laying there, and you know they're supposed to knock you out, but I'm wide. I'm awake. You know, and I'm even looking up at the monitor at my colon, <laughs> which is that's, weird. And, you know, the doctor's sitting there with a tube up your, you know, wazoo. And, and the nurses stand there going, so how's the tour going? And I'm like, hey, <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I got a, I got a. How's catering? I got a video camera going up my wazoo. And you're asking me about how's the tour going? This is not right. Yeah, so I never, I never was out through any of it. Now, when I was, was in the hospital Billy, and they did it, Billy snoring. Why you guys was Billy snoring? Was he awake too? No, Billy was out. Billy went out. Can I mean, I we were in the I same room. If Billy was awake and you, I, could, <laughs> I thought of you two even close to each other, both awake, going through that procedure, I couldn't. But they'd have to shut Billy down because he would. He would be laughing so hard, you know, when he's you know, all the way into "You're killing me, you're killing me." Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm so hard. You're killing me, you're killing me. Thank God, um, you know, we were in, we weren't in the same room, you know, when they did it. So, <laughs> and uh, but when we came out of uh, 
came out of it. We, you know, we came out at the same. We went back at the same time. You know, That's and then funny. we we came out at the same time. And we're, Did you plan this? Or is this a plan? No, or? I don't think so. You know, I don't. I don't know if we got a two for one or what. <laughs> <laughs> <Get> a two for. <laughs> That's but, awesome, man. But anyway, so if you have a kidney and uh, you, you have no use for it. Yeah, go yeah. in the garage, maybe, or up on the yeah, shelf. Yeah, and and uh, next week or next appointment, I'll find my blood type out, and that way I can let people know what my blood type is. That way, we're not you know wasting time on it. Right. If if you know if they know their blood type and then know they're not mine, and I, and there of course there's other things that go into uh, consideration on it, but that's the main thing is the blood type. Uh, so I'll let y'all know what that is and. And well, then, man, you know, I had um, I had a stomach surgery, and uh, I'd offer you one of mine, but I, I saw mine, and you don't want you don't want to know that, man. No, I know what I know what's went into you and what's come out, and uh, I, I just seen you keep your own kidney. Okay, as long as we got that clear, you know, I know we're brothers and all, but we, you know, it's my it's wife. My wife, ever. yeah, my wife offered me a kidney. I said, no way would I ever take a kidney because we're <laughs> If we ever got into an argument, and you know, oh, you never you, win again. No, I never, I never, I never win another argument because you go. Oh. The last one you, you would be. Well, I gave you a kidney. Gave you a kidney. Oh, great! <laughs> All right, okay, okay, Jeez. never mind. Can't <laughs> can't beat that. Up. Can't beat that. <laughs> right. I'll shut up. Yeah, uh, you'd be a long time living that down. <laughs> so, anyway, if you have a kidney laying around. Message messages or message me through Facebook. Or you got some great info on, uh, you know, kidney info. I mean, anybody, sometimes you put messages out here like this and, you know, people can make things happen different ways. It's, you know. Yeah. You know, I and also if, if you've had a kidney transplant, message me because I'd like to know what you went through and, and yeah. see what I got to look forward to, you know. Right. Because uh, I hate pain and, uh, you know. I'll be drugged up like a like <laughs> Joe Perry on a 1980 <laughs> tour. I was getting ready to kick back to the 70s, but probably 80s too, man. <laughs> so, uh, man, well, anyway, okay, so that's our kidney debacle, and uh, we'll, we'll come just, back and get reports on it every once in a while and see well, how it's going. No, All we're right. just we're going to hammer this every week till I get a kidney. <laughs> So four years later, it's like run out of stories, but we'll just be talking about your kid. That's it, man. <laughs> um, so, um, okay. Well, and you know, uh, I just wanted to say one thing about the, uh, the capital, the riots, they call it oh, yeah. the protests or whatever you want to call them. The, I don't, I don't know about the insurgents, but, um, you know, what's weird about it, about the whole thing. What's is that? that is that I haven't really heard anything on the news about that woman that got killed there. You know? Oh yeah, it did kind of go away. The one that, that the uh, that was shot trying to yeah, go that the was door. shot. Yeah, and who shot her, and you know, and 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 who she was, or 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 anything like that. I have. It's like I haven't heard anything about that. Now that you know, there was only one person killed in that whole thing, and and. Right. You, you don't hear nothing about it. That's kind of weird. I think to me. some other guards. There, there are other things. When there's a few other, like uh, one guard was hitting the head with a, um, 
fire extinguisher or something. I think he passed away. There was a few people died. Oh, I really? Believe. Was it really? But, I didn't you know that. You don't like, really I saw hear about video, that. I know. I saw a video of the girl um, shot, and but you know, you know what you see, but then you read things, and I don't know. I don't trust anything enough to to mm. uh, say it out here that you know you just can't. You can't yeah. believe anything anymore. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's anyway, just, it's just weird. Well, speaking of the state capitol, we got a friend, Tim Israel, uh, that used to. <laughs> What's that got to do with the state capitol? I'm going to tell you. I mean, the, okay. the state government. Because oh, yeah. Tim is walking from Key West, Florida to near C Seattle to the coast to coast, whatever distance that is, 3,500 miles or something. And he's doing that uh, to bring attention to term limits. For for you know politicians to so term limits and for human trafficking, he's trying to uh, bring you know shine a light on some of this stuff. So that's how I'm at the Capitol, my brother. Is I see. Right, hey. So well, he is, you know, he is, yeah, he's Tim, putting his feet to the to the pavement on. You know, some people like to talk and and spew their knowledge, but Tim's out there walking it out, man. And uh, that's we just man. want to show our support for him and give you guys some information on how to how to follow him on Facebook. Um, Tim Izzy Israel. Um, you can go to his Facebook page and find it. The uh, the actual, I guess I don't know what the word, and we'll have to get Izzy on here explain this to it to us. It's uh, Go Waden Souls, and that's on Facebook too. G O W A H. D I N S O L E S. And it's, that's how you uh, follow where he's at. You can go on uh, and see where he's at today, where he's walking. He's somewhere near Tampa. He's been about a month doing this and he's about 300 miles into it, I believe. Wow. But we'll have to get him on and talk to him, man, and, and get his story on how this came about and, and what yeah. he's doing. And we'll follow him all the way across the country. As long as we're popping these out here, we'll give a little reports on where is he is and maybe what's happened. You know, we'll yeah. call this. We'll call this where is is. Where is is. Yeah, I wonder what Congressman pissed him off. <laughs> making walk across the country. Well, you know, Izzy wouldn't take much. He's like, you know what? I'm going to make a stand. Yeah, those of you who, who don't know Izzy, Izzy was my guitar tech back before John Prestia. And yes. uh, he was a damn good guitar tech. He's a world-class guitar tech. Absolutely. Yes, and then he went to, uh, after he left us, he went to uh, Dirks Bentley and worked for him for a good while. And I don't know who else come up I with. thought he was. I thought he was with Carrie Underwood there at the end, but I could be wrong. I don't know where he's at yeah. now. But or what's, you know, what made him uh, take up the backpack and the stick and start walking, man? It's, um, it's he's like got a back, He's got a backpack that's almost as big as him. It's like Forrest Gump stuff, man. It, it is. He's gonna wear out some shoes yeah. on that on that yeah. journey. Man, he had a he got him a phone and he was documenting stuff. And within a day or two, he dropped his phone or something, and they tracked it back. You know, he had to backtrack. Can you imagine? You're walking miles, man. You got to turn around, and go back, and look for your phone. Can you? You know. Mm. And he went back, and he could see. And your track, I could see on his. Uh, you know how you can track him. Well, his phone was just going all over the place. <laughs> you know, it's like somebody that snatched Izzy's phone. So he had he had his own little debacle in the you know first couple of weeks. But I mean, he's walking it out. He is finding places to sleep on the you know side of the road in the woods. He's bunked up at people's houses. He's been kind to him. You know, um, 
I'm sure, man, by the end of this, he's going to have a ton of stories to go yeah. along. With. I think he even got run off the road at one point, had to, had to take a dive. You know, he's like, I don't know if uh, the people was falling asleep or what, but they almost ran over him. You know? Wow. So, uh, you know, I mean, hopefully, you know, a news organization or, or, uh, you know, it'll go viral or something, something will happen where, will he'll get the awareness he's looking for because that's a yeah. hell of a long walk. Yeah, man. It's kind of like, where's Waldo, man? You got, you know, Hey guys, if you're interested, just check him out. It's, it'd be worth the, the, it would be worth the while and the time to, to, you know, follow him and maybe write him some words of encouragement or, or you know, donate, man. 50 bucks will put him and he's walking with the guy named Bob and 50 bucks will put him in a, uh, in a, um, hotel at night, you know, where he could wash his clothes and actually sleep in a bed, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, walking that, I mean, it pisses me off to walk to my mailbox. So <laughs> I can't imagine walking you and across, I would be a, you know. You and I would be a mess trying to, you know, it'd be like, whoo, there's a hundred yards, man. It's time to fat back a minute. I mean, he's walking in Florida, which the weather's nice, you know. Well, now, man, if he gets up into, you know, the Rockies or however he's going, man. He's I guess time because he's going across like catty corner, not straight as the crow flies, you know, corner to corner, but he'll be through Georgia in the fall. It'll probably get start getting hot, man. Middle of the country. Yeah. You know, it's going to get hot wherever he's at, you know. Well, at, I wish he was. I love him. He gets past Kansas, man. It'll start being really beautiful, you know. We had, me and Izzy had some good – some good times and some weird times and some is he something else, man. Last time I saw him, I think he uh, bummed a hundred bucks off John Warden at a truck stop, and I didn't see him for years after that. He's like, I'm out of here. He got off the bus and left. You know what? One time we were at a hotel somewhere. I don't some town. I don't even know where. But he uh, called my room. It was weird because usually I didn't see him when we were, you know, Warden doing our gig or on the bus. And uh, he said, man, go with me. And I'm like, where are we going? He goes, oh, it's a surprise. And I'm like, this is weird. So we get in a cab. And it's easy. Yeah. It's hard we, to know where it's going to take you. He, we go to this tattoo parlor. And I'm like, I'm not getting no tattoo, you know. And uh, uh, he said, no. And I, I sit. He goes, I want you to sit here with me while I got my nipple pierced. I'm like, well, this is weird. That's like, but it's kind of cool in the same sense, you know. Real friends, right there. Yeah, so I, I'm sitting there watching him, you know, and he tries to always be the tough little guy, you know. Yeah, man, he's and he so he's walking across the country. He's pretty daggone tough. So yeah, so I'm watching him uh, as uh, they they prep him up and they get ready and they put uh, put ice on there, you know, on the nipple, and then they took the needle. And they yep. stood there, and I saw a tear come down his face, and I started laughing. I, you know, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get you some, get you some. Get you some, Izzy. Pain. Yeah, that some. was that was weird. So that was yeah. our bonding nipple piercing <laughs> moment. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll keep an eye on Izzy, man, and uh, we'll talk to him. Maybe, maybe on the next show, we'll, we'll get a little interview uh, and a little rundown. And, yeah, uh, that'd be great. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep this as one of our little segments, man, for a while. Just keep yeah. up on our brother and try to where do our it? part. Where, where is it? it? And yeah. we'll do our part to shine the light on him and this cause he's walking for.
Yeah. Well, you know what, Dave? It's time for Song of the Week. Week, 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 week. That was pretty weak. That was weak. I'm going to have to come up with, for season two, I'm going to have to come up with something better. When You know, we had a whole season and our week is weak. Maybe I need to find the, the announcer from Saturday Night Live on Song of the Week and then put Echo on it. That way it sounds like Song of the or one of those, you know, the Disney movies, you know? Yeah. Anyway, the Song of the Week is uh, a song. I don't really, I'm trying to think about what happened here, but uh, it was called Always forever or always, always uh, everything it? and everything yeah. is always you. yeah everything it's, always i think they call it, you know, called it now i don't yeah. really know this song came from you and john ward right uh, um, i don't i don't believe i had a hand in writing this one but i remember the the song was brought to me when i had my studio and i put some drum loops to it and we did some yeah. mixing we did some vocals it's a baby face to it. <laughs> yeah. And then uh and then it went back to John Ward's and he took it in his studio and did some other stuff to it. And then we brought it back to my studio and mixed it and mastered it there. Yeah. And it and it ended up in uh Nelly's hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's so it was funny. it was a it was like uh our our uh our attempt at uh 2000 hip hop, you know. You know what's crazy is that when I, um, I think I pinned the, you know, the, well, somehow with John, we'd started the whole uh, idea, but I had been listening to Babyface a bunch. And man, I was just like, I'm going to write something like Babyface, you know. And that's kind of, you know, took it to John in one of those, you know, moments of, hey, let's steal somebody else's, <laughs> somebody else's sound. So I just took a kind of Babyface outline and made it my own. But, I'm I'm in there even talking a little bit, you know. I won't call it rapping at all because it's not. <laughs> well, it's it, you definitely have a vanilla funk thing going there, you know. <laughs> vanilla funk. Yeah, it, smells, it smells like some burnt vanilla funk. <laughs> but it's dated. It's dated and kind of cool though. I like it. It is cool. I mean, I listen. To, I think it's kind of cool. It's got the mix on. It's really cool because it's got a lot of stuff going on in there. You yeah, know? there's a lot of things going on. It was yeah. fun, man. It was. It's when you guys hear it, it's way left center of uh, what we've thrown out here, out here before. Yeah, it'll be new to y'all, and it's so you know, it's a new season, so new songs. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. We don't know what we're gonna do next week, so no. So here you go. It's uh, always and forever, uh, always, but <laughs> always everything. Always everything, y'all. <laughs> always uh, and forever. He's <laughs> <laughs> stealing some heat waves, man. <laughs> Uh, but, um, all right, kick it. There you go. I do what matters in my eyes. I say what I need to all the time. I go where I want to go. My favorite place is here with you. Don't have to follow you around You won't ever see me tumbling down Inspired by you always You're always in my dreams You see You're always everything And everything is always
mesmerized but never been a day Slide next to me in my head in my wore the pleasure this is of another day Another moment just to hold you close Nothing from nothing leaves me nothing that I'd rather do. I'd give anything, anything to hear you say the same. Don't you know you'll always be? All right, man. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, loud, there you go. Loud, loud. <laughs> Help us, Jesus. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, so, that, man. You really had your... Uh, Right on, man. You really had your Thanks, man. thing going, I man. That. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, Nobody man. said I never tried. Yo, yo, know? my brother. Yo, yo. Oh, you, you know what's funny? And is, everybody um, in the house say, oh. <laughs> so in all these years, I've done music and wrote, started writing songs with John Ward when we was teenagers, you know, and I probably wrote 100 150 songs maybe recorded some way or another 50 of them 75 i don't know but i do one writing session with bob minner and um oh i man he's wrote some number one songs and i just forgot his na name oh bowman what's his anyway larry larry bowman no it's another but anyway, we we write this song together, and it's the only time I was ever part of a bluegrass, you know, <laughs> sounding song. And this song gets cut, and it gets on a Daily and Vincent album, and that it's their first album, and that album became bluegrass album of the year. So I have one cut to you know credit in a songwriting genre to my name, and it's in a bluegrass. Category. It had to be bluegrass. It had to be. And I think that's God's man, way of God's sense of humor, man. Because, <laughs> man, bluegrass sucks, you know. No, it doesn't. I it like doesn't bluegrass. It's a great album, man. The, the Daily Vincent album is it's fantastic. So, um, You know, I really yeah. didn't like bluegrass until, uh, until uh, Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou came right. out. And then, oh. and then I, I listened to some of that on that record, and and uh, then I started listening to some of the stuff by the people on that record. Right. And I was like, man, some of this stuff is really cool. Then it kind of got me into the, you know, the Tony Rice stuff, and and right. the uh, and the, uh, you know, and then even back into the, the Bill Monroe and the and the Jim and Jesse and some of that stuff. You know, I was like, wow, this, some of this right. stuff is really kicking. I'm, I mean, some of them guys. Or like Bob Minner can play their ass off, you know. Right. 
Ronnie, and, and uh, Ronnie Bowman was Rowan, the guy. Yeah, Ronnie, Ronnie Bowman. Bowman. Man, so I came to uh, Nashville probably 90, I mean, not. it was like 85, 86. I went to the uh, Opry with John Ward. I got to stand on the side of the stage, and uh, Bill Monroe and his, you know, his boys, they all went out to play, and Bill's pretty old at this point. And man, he they're you know doing that high lonesome sound oh, kind man. of singing. But Bill was, I guess, his hearing started to go bad, man, <laughs> and he's just a shade off, you know. You oh, yeah. And I was looking around like, is anybody hearing what I'm hearing? You know, because they're kicking ass. But but the you know the harmony, you could just hear Bill was just not quite getting there. And everybody just smiling. I'm thinking, there ain't a person here going to acknowledge that this dude is. No, <laughs> so, oh no, I mean. You know, you listen to the Opry on the uh, on the radio. Mm-hmm. This, this is back when Hank Snow and some of them cats like that were still alive. And man, you know, they kick off a tune and be like, "What the? You know, <laughs> <laughs> how in yeah. the world? I don't know. I don't know if we just got so jaded over the years. But I mean, even some of the records back in the fifties and the sixties. I mean, that would never not- fly today. You know, no. they, 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 I, they so tried I don't, it more than two or three times. That was out. You ain't got it in three times. It's this song ain't working. Yeah, but then sometimes somebody they'd have somebody sing it, and I mean, if you listen to some of old Ernest Tubb records, I mean, he's way, you know, <laughs> he's around the horn on that stuff, you know. And, right. But but I mean, it's Ernest Tubb, so it's like you expect That's what it. Like. That's you what know, it so. Was- He's royalty, man, and and when he was there, people was it was amazing. Bill Monroe was, you know, and and I didn't know as a kid, you know, as a young man, I didn't really know the royalty I was actually getting the, you know, to stand so close to. But yeah. as, I, as my know, that, country education grew, I've realized, man, I was in front of royalty there. Yeah, you time. know, then I then I go out with you know David Brazell, and he's seventy four years old, and he's singing his butt off, and you know, right on key, right on tone. Everything, right. you know, and I it's tell you about the, the hearing, man. I figure it's about your hearing, you know. Well, the hardest thing about David Frizzell is trying to do harmonies with him because there's no, there's no way because he's such a stylist that you never know how he's going to dip. Yeah, yeah, dip and how just can't follow him, you know. I, yeah. So I, I'm just like, forget it, you know. <laughs> Somebody, what you man? <laughs> uh, what is that? Uh, Don't they know you got business? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'm impotent, man. I know. I I'm heard. Impotent. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> but what else we got going on, man? Well, you know, uh, I just wanted to let people know that that when they message us, you know, we we read all the messages and all the uh, comments and stuff like that, and people are sending us ideas for shows, you know, right. and. Uh, I was going to just say quickly, one of the ideas, because we, we are about out of time, that I think one of the ideas that I'd want to run on is uh, um, they talk about who uh, who mentored us, you know, as far as musicians and music, right. and because and, we all had mentors and, uh, of different kinds, and then who we've took our vast knowledge and mentored uh, to. Yeah. So I think that's a, a good segment to have on. I don't think we have time to do it today, but I think maybe our next show we'll do it. There's a couple. I don't have too many because I don't know. It's it's so weird that I don't know if you call it mentoring, but 
but when you're out there and you have a, like we're, we were for the longest time, the, the main act, you know, the, the, the old road dogs that, right. that and, and then when you get a new act, like, uh, uh, oh gosh, um, the, the brothers that were out there with us, uh, Warren brothers. No, no, the, the, they're towards the end. They, they had like one or two hit songs and, um, they were out the same time as the, the two brothers and the girl, the sister, um, Perry, the yeah, band Perry. Band, well, yeah, Ben Perry would be an example. A lot of their band guys was the first time they'd ever been out on the, on the road, you know, so they, on a they big stage, yeah. yeah, so they would catch us at catering and hang out with us and want to talk to us and, and ask us questions and stuff. And, and I don't remember any time where I blew anybody off or, or anything. I was always trying to talk to them and hang out with them and, because that's what I so, did. So we'll leave it. We'll leave the we'll leave the band name out so they won't know. But I remember one guy; he had a creepy hairdo or something. And he'd always wig you out. <laughs> He's like that, oh, and he man. he was looking up to you. <laughs> and uh, but uh, he was a guitar player. And, I tell, uh, I tell the would, band name. It was uh, it was uh, <laughs> who's the big star now? Uh, uh, who's the big star? Lou Bryan's, Lou Bryan's guitar player. <laughs> no, he had this. He had this hair. I guess it's because I have lack of hair. Um, that that he, he had this like and it was jealousy. It was Hollywood hair. He had Hollywood hair. That it was. It, it would well, stick he was up. young, man. Oh, he was oh. young, and we was already into the balding stage. You know. I know, but whenever I talked to him, I just my eyes would focus straight up to his hair, and it would freak me out. And, and you know, it just it just freaked me out. Oh man, we would. Yeah. I'd see you talk to him, and you and I'd laugh about that because you're like, "Man, I'm trying so hard to, you know." Because I mean, he was, he was a great, uh, great guitar player. You know, he was great, a great guitar player, great and guy, nice guy, was, nice guy. Just yeah. his hair freaked me out. He had, he had, he had <laughs> I, he maybe it was hair? perfect hair. Think about it now, you know, we haven't been around for ten years, and and you know, he might be on the uh, put a hat over it part of his but career. You know, there's a difference. No, there's a difference between him and me. He still got his gig, <laughs> Luke Bryan. <laughs> well, they've they've not been there long as we was either. They still eight <laughs> years away from uh, where we was at. So we'll come back yeah. and see how that goes for him. Hopefully, he yeah. Keeps but it. I mean, there was there was a lot of lot of lot of people that I got to you know talk to, and because I was I was wanting to you know I would. Uh, I guess what turned me around is remember when, I don't know if you were out, but what we did uh, with uh, Dwight Yoakam. No, we, I, we were, I, was, I think it was right before you. We were opening shows. We opened like four shows for Dwight Yoakam, and I was so excited. Yeah. I was so excited about uh, opening those shows because I love Dwight and I love the guitar player. And, uh, yeah. because he was such an innovator and, and everything. And I was like, man, I'm going to get to hang out with him, you know? <laughs> and right. so, yeah. So we get to the, the gig and all that. And so I'm like, see him in catering. So walk over and just, I mean, I didn't, and you know me, I don't, I don't do that, but I walk over to him right. and I introduce myself because I, and, and I'm trying the name, his name escapes me right now, but it's, it's, it's the guy that was with him for years. And, uh, so 
and they totally blew me off, man. I mean, <laughs> just dissed me, man. And I, I was think, like, so, so. Dwight's not actually known for his personality anyway. You no, know? and I wasn't even worried about Dwight. I was wanting to warm up to his guitar player. And, uh, Maybe and he, he was just, distracted. Maybe he was distracted by your hair. Well, it was lack of hair. How about that? <laughs> and uh, yeah, he blew me off. And and I thought, well, maybe he was just busier or, or something, you know. And so I did the fatal mistake of trying it again another oh, day. And then so you know. and they dissed me again. So I was like, you bastard. And yeah. uh, I was like, you know, I was heartbroken. You know, I was like, so. So I made up my mind after that, if, if I ever got to that position and somebody tried to, you know, one of those young cats wanted to yeah. pick, pick my brain or hang out or just. She was always great with people, man. I always, yeah, so, always handled people. I wouldn't like you if you was mean to people who was trying to. No, mean, mean <laughs> people. Mean people suck. suck. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Well, man, you know what? We're back. We're on all different platforms. Uh, Apple Podcasts mainly. Um, that's where most people are listening to us. But you can get us on Anchor. You can get us on a bunch of different ones, uh, Google Podcasts or whatever. Uh, so leave us a comment, and uh, we're back. And uh, uh, this has been season one. Hope you enjoyed it. So till next time, Dave. Love you, brother. We would ride town to town. Everybody was a getting down. Pack it up and do it all again. The hillbilly has been. Now the days of old have come to pass. Even though we was kicking ass, we love the fans, but we need some friends. The hillbilly has been.